Okay, buying a property when you're on the high of a holiday, is it a good idea? We're going to talk about some facts, some real-life working examples, whether you should buy when you're on holiday. Stay tuned. morning it's happy days at the moment billy bob people are away they're traveling they're going to places they've never been before they're falling in love the family's healthy and happy they want to buy something let's talk about it how are you yeah i just realized i mix up the numbers it's supposed to be nine nine seven five a landmark 25 closer to the to a thousand episode <laughs> 975 that's it's uh, almost a thousand. What do you talk about in a thousand episodes? It's, it's true. One of them could be buying a property on a holiday, as you said. Everyone's uh, everyone's feeling good. I think uh, everyone really needed that um, Easter long weekend. It was a good break. Good morning, Jeff. Morning, Luke. Um, but yeah, as 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 uh, emotions are high. People feel good. They want a they want a little piece of their holiday holiday to take away and um, want to buy a property. And you know what? It's um you can understand it. You know you're uh, you're you're with your family. You're pretty happy. Everyone's together. You're in a place. You're in a place that's really exciting. More often than not, if you've gone out of Sydney, um, and uh, you're thinking, man, we could make this happiness permanent. We could make this happiness permanent. All we have to do is purchase this property and it makes this happiness permanent. And a couple of things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the emotional side of it. We're going to talk about the, the um, dollars and cents side of it. We're going to talk about the practical side of it. Um, there's so many facets to it. If anyone's got any questions, it's a live show. Um, just throw them at us. Yeah, that's it. I, I had a quick look on, um, on Google and... One, one reporter said that in, it was a little bit dated in 2021 to 2022, there were 248,000 international visitors to the Northern Beaches throughout the year. So I'd hate to see what that looks like post pandemic. Everyone's up and running international flights everywhere. I imagine at least one of those people would bought a property. Yeah, look, I, and I think um, there's, there's the international side of it, like people coming to to a, a city in the world um, and saying, okay, I want to buy it. There's that domestic side of it where we travel around to, you may go to the Hunter Valley um, and, and go, geez, I'd like to buy something here. The world's definitely changed because remote work is now uh, available to all, to most, most industries um, that can do it. And you're sort of thinking, you know what, I like, uh, we spent a bit of time in Newcastle um, on, uh, over the uh, last night, yesterday, as a family. Uh, we spent a bit of time in um, going up towards Coffs Harbour. Um, and you think to yourself, like, people would be on a trip, they're going, you know what, uh, I can earn the same amount of money because I can keep my job, I can do remote work or earn similar money if I do my job here. You say if you're a sparky or a builder or something, there's plenty of work around. Yeah. Um, 
So what are, what are the dollars and cents like um, on it, though, in terms of returns? Because I was driving through Newcastle, I had a meal in Newcastle last night, and I had a tour, a real estate tour by a friend of mine, Gavin Reynolds, um, about four years ago prior to COVID, maybe five, and he was showing them the best of the best of the Newcastle property market. And yep. boy, oh boy, Lisa and I were saying, like, what a time to get in. Um, a, 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 you know, population of 169,000 people, what a great time to get in back then. How would you know? Did he take you around on a secret wine tour and sell you property? <laughs> no, he, he took me he, he took me to like the you know the the um, basically just to explain how Newcastle sort of worked with property where the where the sort of more premium end is where the sort of practical the convenient end is where the developing and stuff is. I like talking about it because it's a good model of of a, of a town that sort of has has, has exploded. Yeah. Um, and then one thing I wanted to talk today with people about is, and because and, I did I did go on to ChatGPT and ask, ask ChatGPT this morning what it thought about buying uh, while on holiday. And ChatGPT told me to speak to a licensed real estate agent or a financial advisor. And I was like, yeah, we should be talking about this. It's true. It's a big, it's a big decision to make. Um... Yeah, with that one. Um, Lisa said Newcastle is up and up and coming. Pretty cool. Lots of developments going on. I um I love it up there. How do you, yeah? How do you know though when when it's a good time? It's very very hard to um to pick it if you're out of area. It really really is, and I I think that um these regional parts of Sydney, uh, these regional parts of Australia, and also um out of like we're obviously very pro we are going to be biased today girl, guys and girls towards sydney we we are real estate agents in in sydney but we do want to talk about and explore all the options i do really have to say you've got to you know a thousand i believe when you're in you know, you know most people are going to buy maybe one uh two or three times they're going to do a property transaction in their life you, know, you yep. probably buy one better than you sell that and you probably buy a two better sell that and you probably buy a house and you're done um i do have to say i one thing i really firmly believe about whatever you're going to do with property is you've got to know thousand uh, one thousand things about the suburb hugely like those learnings on a suburb people take for granted when they're born and bred um in a suburb as to what they know about their their home turf, their home soil, the yeah. good, the bad, the ugly. When you are buying out of that area and you do not go, you do not know a thousand things. I do really think you've got to spend a hell of a lot of time and even years researching before you're investing a quarter of a million dollars, half a million dollars, three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah, it's true. I mean, as agents in uh, in our core area, we even know some buildings okay maybe stay away from that one just temporarily going through a bit of work so um it's down to that level of detail that we're advising or, or looking out you got to be certain things so i think one you got to know a thousand things about the suburb um i think two distance you've got to be wary and careful for for maintenance um 
I've always bought properties under my nose in the same in in you know in the, in the in the area that I know and love. Um, I have had uh, uh, my my mother-in-law buy something um, in an area. What was it called again? Near Byron Bay, uh, Nim not Nimbin, um, and she where it went wrong was you know said a thousand things about on two counts you know where it said a thousand things about a suburb well yeah. it was prone to flooding um and the place in the floods un unfortunately went under a little bit and two doing um doing a small job uh like a kitchen or bathroom can potentially explode when you're not close so when it's under your nose and you can go, okay, well, I know the real estate agent to use, not to use. I know the trades to use and not to use. It's easier. When it yeah. was remote, the thing almost froze over because of distance. So you'd sort of like to think that you can get in a couple of weeks, you can get in and out of a bathroom reno. But something like that, if you add distance to it, can, can take a couple of months. You're burning rent. And yeah. also, if you're not, if you haven't got a recommended tradie um, or someone that you know, because you sort of know everyone in your area, but you don't know everyone out of your area, it can cost a lot more as well. So, I think be careful about the distance. It's well, that's a good point. Something else, though, and if, if you're happy to talk about it, you said you you actually purchased similar to going on a holiday, but it was like an unemotional purchase, a set and forget. So it's got to depend on what you're buying. Um, I think for me also, the a way I, I actually wrote it off. Um, so when I purchased it, I was like proportionately um, in my life to our investments. Um, this is this one can go bad. Um, and after doing sort of thirty years of property investing, I was thought I thought I'm going to roll the dice. Um, yeah. So it, it wasn't, um, uh, you know, a, 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 it, it was it wasn't a half of my wealth or a third of my wealth. Um, it was a, it was a very small fraction. So I sort of rolled the dice a little bit, and then it had um, a development upshot with DA approval. So I was like, well, if the capital growth side of it actually doesn't work at all. I'll actually be happy just with the rental side of it, um, and and that that rental side. If it does that rental side of it for the next 20, 30 years, well, that's okay as well. Well, there you go. So even um, as an agent, um, you look out for these things. But even if you're totally new to the area, and a good agent would be able to advise on a on a property or a um, an investment that you know would be able to give you that. So just have a chat. I do enjoy um, looking through the window of a, of a foreign office when I'm in a new area, just seeing what's on there. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I, I think, you know, when you go past and you see, I had um, a client of mine, Sonny, send me a property in yesterday. Um, they fell in love with, great story. Um, they were going up to buy this property. And it was um, just over $2 million. Um, and I looked at this house and I was like, when you sent me the photo, it, it was the, the Coliseum. This thing was the biggest thing I've yeah. ever seen built on the, north, on the North Coast. It was huge. 
and I was like, dude, that is huge. So they jumped to the car. They were going to buy the property. They were going to move out of Sydney, he was telling me. And they got there, and it was what the photos looked like to what how the house presented was like it needed an extra half, a million dollars spent on it, even though it looked unbelievable. Morning, Graham. He said... Um, um, yeah, North... Yeah, that's... I think that flooding thing you really got to watch out for, guys. Even even my... Um, what I bought was affected as well. So just do some research around it because you can fall in love with a lake or an ocean or something and, yeah, you're, you're in a bit of bother if, um, if it floods. Um... But yeah, sorry. So anyway, he, he bought he bought this place in. I'll tell you the suburb. Um, I'm not going to tell you the property, but I'm. I, I don't want to. Um, Mini Water. Sounds like amazing, amazing. Oh, happy, happy place. It was sort of north of Coffs, about half an hour. And uh, anyway, we had a look on it on the market. Sixteen hundred days. Yeah, that alarm bells. One thousand, <laughs> one thousand six hundred days on the market and not sold. So I do take for granted sometimes my what's around me, and I assume that that's going to be the same somewhere else. I.e., if I want to dispose of a property in D.Y. I know that it's going to be done within 15 to 30 days. There would be no chance in hell that I would think that this, a beautiful home that I was going to be selling was not going to be able to be sold. Um, yeah. So, you know, some of those assumptions that you make with what you know, where you are with property, you, you will ramp those straight over to what you're going to purchase and assume that that's how it's going to work. That's the issue I have with buying property on a holiday. It's a very interesting topic. I um, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit either side. I can see how, I can see how it happens, and I can certainly see uh, how you need to do your research first. Do you know? I I think a sound advice would be make sure it's not a honeymoon. Uh, make sure it's the real deal, and time will do that. So I think if you can effectively say, this is, this is where I want to live the rest of my life, um, as an example, and, um, and then go up there again and again and again and again and learn a thousand things about that, about that area, um, good idea. Best advice I can give people today, what is it? Have a guess, Billy Bob. Is it, what is it about? It's about this topic. Yep. Um, I've got no idea. <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with something weird for a second. Tell us. Rent it before you buy it. That's good advice. It's very good advice. In, in conclusion, from today, guys and girls. Before you pay your stamp duty, before you pay your quarter of a million dollars or half a million dollars, whatever you're going to buy, I don't think you can buy anything for a quarter of a million dollars in regional anymore. But before you do that, rent rent it 
in that area, if you can't rent that property, rent in that area and learn a thousand things about that suburb before you put your money where your mouth is. Six Try before later. you buy. Yeah. yeah. I was actually, yeah, I was trying to sell, I was trying to sell a, a property in DUI to someone a few weeks ago and they were saying, we love it, but we want to rent something first. They're coming in from West Pennant Hills for their retirement. It's like, that is clever. It's a pain in the bum. It's not as convenient, but I can guarantee you that's the best piece of advice I can give anyone today on uh, buying while they're on holidays. That's the show. It's a good little nugget to leave on. You take care, everyone. Have a great day. Short week. Let's go get them. You. See you, Billy.